Hey y'all, welcome back to A Breath of Fresh Faith. I hope you guys are having a blessed week and that y'all are just staying cool in this hot weather and enjoying all the sunshine and making memories this summer. And I've missed talking to you guys and I'm just excited just to dive into what we're talking about today. I had one of my listeners reach out and, and ask me to talk about being set apart, like how to live set apart in such a dark world. And, you know, I have a lot of podcasts that have undertones of that that message but not one just designated for that topic in particular and thought I would just dive into that and share a couple points of just how to do that and how I've navigated and learned how to to be set apart in such a crazy world (laughs) that we live in I think number one one of the most important things is to know that you're know your identity in Christ and to know who you are and once you have that foundation to stand on it makes so many things just fall into place in alignment and make makes life a lot a lot easier it doesn't mean you want challenges but when those things and things come against you or adversities happen you are not as quick to be wavered because you know who you are and you know who God's called you to be and I would really encourage you to read just scripture over your life what is God's who does God call you to be and like th- you're made in his image and so just to really rest in that to to walk in that and I can guarantee you y'all if you you speak truth over yourself long enough you'll start to believe it and so that's something that I've really had to do is just constantly you know saturate my heart my mind in the scripture like what does the Lord say about me and how does he call us to live I think the second piece that I would say is just having courage to be disliked because the reality is, is like, y'all, Jesus was disliked by so many. And which is hard for, I think, a lot of us to wrap our mind around because he's literally Jesus, you know, and he died for our sins. And but at the same time, y'all, I think that, you know, we forget that it's OK to be be disliked and that standing up for what's right and standing up for your convictions and standing up for what's, you know, true. What, what does the Lord say? What does the Bible say? And not being afraid to be to be outspoken in that way. Of course, be loving, be kind, be graceful. I think those are such important pieces to remind, to be reminded of when you are, you know, being disliked, to not lose who you are in the midst of adversity. And I would say another big thing is just like letting your light shine for all for all to see. I know that's very sounds very cheesy, sounds very Christianese, but it's true. We are called to be a light, and I think some of us get so caught up in how do we do that, and maybe you're trying to be. It's easy to look to other people that might come across as like holier than thou or might have it all together, but y'all simply loving somebody well that whether that is, you know, opening the door for somebody or complimenting somebody or just encouraging somebody if they're in a dark in a dark season or a dark moment, that is a way to be a light light to this world and to be honest about the things that are going on in your life to help others be encouraged that if you're able to get out of where you've been, then like the Lord can do the same for them as well. And of course, to remind them, you know, that there is so much more light than there is darkness. But sometimes it really just is all about perspective. How do you, how are you viewing, viewing your life? How are you viewing your season? Another thing is just guarding your eyes and your ears from worldly influences. It's so easy to, you know, get caught up in the things of the world, whether it's, you know, artists. I know a ton of people, you know, love pop music, worldly music. A lot of us love TV shows and movies that a ton of people in the world watch. But as I like get older, the more I realize that it's just really important to check my posture of why I'm drawn to those things. And not saying to I'm not trying to say like be legalistic, but I do think that it is important to have safeguards in your life and boundaries in your life to protect you from things entering into your life that you might not even be aware of. And I would just encourage you to 
really, you know, watch things that are joyful, that bring light, that are not so dark and grim. I think that so many things on TV these days are so hateful and so dark. And a lot of the music is just really profound. And and so for me, I really try to be mindful of who I listen to and what I watch. And there are a ton. I know a lot of people just automatically assume that, like, a lot of, like, worship music and, like, Christian music is just, like, very, like, monotone or, like, not, like, lively and joyful, which if that's y'all, if that's how you think, I would highly encourage you to check out some incredible, incredible new, like, artist. There's a ton. If you just Google, I can guarantee you that you'll find some really cool just new music. And if you need some suggestions, please hit me up. I would love to share my Spotify, share my Apple Music links to y'all and, like, playlists because I've really been trying to find, you know, there's different genres of music, y'all. And there can be, like, Christian music that is pop, that is folk, that is country, you know, whatever it is. Like, you can find it. It's just a matter of taking the time to actually do the work to look and to search. And, y'all, like, I really have also like asked people around me like hey do you have like, any recommendations and it's been really cool to see like I have had no lie in the past like few days tons of new songs added to my playlist and I'm very thankful for those because I'm gonna be more likely to you know be quick to click on those than I am something else if it's you know something I've read recently you know I want it to be easily easily accessible to me like what type of stuff are you keeping in access that you have access to like are you do you have things that are more dark do you have things that are more sad like remove those things and make them less accessible in your life and I can guarantee you you'll see a shift in your life and in your heart and in your posture and because also let's be real how many times do you listen to like one of your favorite songs and it might be like a worldly song like for me I struggle I really love Morgan Wallen and I know y'all you're probably thinking oh dear lord like are you even a Christ follower yes I love the lord but like hey he makes some good music and he has good beats and things like that and I have to really like ask the lord you know what like where i need to stand in that in that way like my convictions in that and it's a constant daily thing y'all we're always growing and evolving and you might have different convictions than me but i just encourage you just to like be be diligent and intentional at listening to what you're what you're singing what you're digesting because once you start to realize that the lyrics that you're singing might not be the best message to sing over yourself you might be be quicker to be like hmm maybe i should like switch up the things i listen and watch and another thing is just to continue just to grow and cultivate a personal relationship with the Lord and with Christ and to really just ask God to just make himself known in your life. Because when you just come in with open hands, just ready to receive whatever God has for you, I can guarantee you that he will always show up and show up. I keep saying that over and over again, and I'll never not say that, but I can guarantee you that if you're walking closely, closely to the Lord, your appetite is going to be different. Your posture is going to be different. We talked about that at church today. Pastor Kevin was talking about the topic of a second wind, your second wind, and how he was using the runner, like, analogy of, like, a runner. So, you know, how at some point in the race, runners get a second wind. And he was talking about how it was applicable to our lives. And it was really awesome because he really was talking about how a lot of us, I don't know, I know you're probably thinking, hey, how is this, this, you know, in relation to what we're talking about? Well, I think that, like, when we're trying to be set apart, that, like, sometimes you hold on to things in the past for too long. And something he said today was, Pastor Kevin said, that sometimes we turn a season into a life sentence. And when he said that, that, like, really struck a chord with me. And I was like, whoa, like, how many how many things in my life have I claimed over myself as an indefinite thing when that isn't the case? And just me speaking that over myself has already given the enemy a foothold or has given him, an, you know, 
power, you know, and I need to take my power back. And so I just want to encourage you in that. Like if you, if you have, you know, been in a season and you feel like you've been there too long, then like maybe self-evaluate and ask yourself, why are you still there? Maybe it's because you haven't taken a step forward or you haven't just asked God, you know, just ask him, dialogue with him. He's listening. He's always willing to to talk to you, to listen, to be, to be there for you because he loves you so, so much. And so I want to just also share a couple of passages of scripture as well, because y'all, that is one of the most important things to share the word, <laughs> the word of the Lord with people. And oh, also one last thing he said today at church, he said, if you go through pain, at least get the profit of it. And he was talking about how so many of us go through so many challenging things and how like we don't realize that we can use the things that we've been through for our good and and for our future. Like how can we take what we've been through and to use it for God's glory and that to find purpose like in the pain. And I thought it was super profound and I, like how he worded it was just very different from what I've what I'm used to hearing. And so hopefully that'll resonate with somebody. But I'm just gonna sit like um read a couple passages of scripture and I just just let's listen, just soak up what God says and how he encourages us to be set apart. So the first passage I'm going to be reading is 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who call you out of the darkness into his marvelous, marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who have not obtained mercy, but not but now have obtained mercy. That's so good, y'all. 1 Peter 1, 15 through 16. But as he who called you is holy, you you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Deuteronomy 7, 6 through 8. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you nor choose you, because you were more in number than any other other people, for you were the least of all peoples. But because the Lord loves you, but and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Second Corinthians six fourteen through seven seventeen. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawfulness, and what and what communion has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Bill? Or what or what part has a believer with a non believer? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the li- you are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from from among them and be separate, and says the Lord, Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. Y'all, I hope that you, like, if you need to replay that <laughs> and listen to it, like, that passage of scripture is just so profound and very convicting, and, and I hope that, that, rest, that you can rest in that truth. Exodus 19, 5 through 6. Now, therefore, if you were indeed... If you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, and then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be be me a kingdom of priests and a, and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. Deuteronomy 14.2 For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord has chosen you to be, be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the people who are on the face of the earth. Deuteronomy twenty six eighteen through 19 Also today the Lord has proclaimed you to be a special people, just as he had promised you, that you should keep all his commandments, and that he will set you high above all nations, which he has made you in praise and name and honor, and that you may be a holy people to the Lord your God, just as he has spoken. John seventeen nine. 
through 12. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours in all and all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with, was, was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled." John seventeen sixteen through 17. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 2 Corinthians 7, 1. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Ephesians 1, 3 through 4. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he has showed us in the world before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love. I know y'all are probably thinking, wow, Hannah, you're reading so much scripture, but y'all, these are, this is the truth, you know, what God speaks over us, and I think it's so important to to read his word, and I, I have just had such a hunger to dive more dive deeper in his word and y'all i'm human so i feel and i like i'm working on being consistent but something i like really have appreciated about pastor kevin at my church rttn he's like you can't bank on you know just sundays to get you through the week you know like you can't live on someone else's faith like you have to create it create your own faith your own faith life and faith journey so another one, First Peter 2, 5, you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Second Thessalonians 2, 13, but we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and belief and in truth. Hebrews 3, 3, 1, therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling consider the apostle and high priest of our of our confession to christ jesus first john 2 2 15 do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him in revelation 18 4 and i heard another voice from heaven saying come out of her my people least you share in her sins and least you you receive of her plagues y'all i hope that you just realize like there's so much scripture that has shown how we're like called to be set apart and i think a lot of us you know we act as though we don't have any we don't have a lot of resources but the reality is is literally the the bible alone is is enough to sustain us and it's and if something's repeated enough and if there's some commonalities and similarities there's purpose in that and to recognize that and that's something that i've been like trying my best to like work on is wow i'm like god he has really been showing up and showing out I hope y'all, y'all are probably hearing the storm behind me. I, I promise y'all I'm like not getting sidetracked, but I feel like I have ADHD a little bit. <laughs> but I also want to talk about today at church, we talked about Hebrews 12. And I don't know if you guys have heard heard about it or heard this book of the Bible, read it. Maybe you have and maybe you're, you know, a better Christian than me. But I hadn't read the full this full chapter until today. And so I kind of wanted to read it. It's a kind of a quick chapter, but it just really talks about just the call to endurance and how to, you know, finish the race at hand, how to find our strength in Christ and just like to really showcase us like how much he loves us and how much grace he has and to not reject his grace. Um, so Hebrews 12, one through one, sorry, I'm going to check and see how many verses are one through 29. So bear with me all. 
Therefore, since we have, we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us roam with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that, le- that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And then the little topic right here is his fatherly dis- discipline. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, so that he, so that you won't grow weary and give up. In struggling against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shredding your, shedding your blood. And you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons. My son, do not take the, the Lord's discipline lightly or lose heart when you are repro- reproved by him. For the Lord's discipline disciplines the one he loves and punishes every son he receives. Endure suffering as as discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there that a father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, which which all receive, then you are Ill, illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we had human fathers discipline us, and we respected them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time based on what seemed good to them, but he does it for our benefit so that we can share his, share his holiness. No discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your your tired hands and weakened knees and make straight paths for your feet, and so that what is lame may not be dislocated but healed instead. Pursue peace with with everyone in holiness. Without it, Without it, no one will see the Lord. Make sure that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no root of bitterness springs up, causing trouble and defiling many. And make sure that there isn't any immoral or irrel- or everent people like Esu who sold his birthright in exchange for a single male. For you know that later when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected even though he sought it with tears because he didn't find any opportunity for repentance. For you have not come to you have not come to what could be touched to a blazing fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm, to the, bl- to the blast of a trumpet and the sound of words. Those who heard it begged that not another word be spoken to them, for they could not bear what was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned. The appearance was so terrifying that Moses said, I'm trembling with fear, and said, You have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to my- myriads of angels, a festive gathering, to the assembly of the firstborn whose names have been written in heaven, to a judge who is God of all, to the spirits of righteous people made perfect, and in and to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, to the sprinkled blood which says better things than the blood of, ba- of Abel. See to it that you do not reject the ones who speak, for they did not escape escape when they were they rejected him who warned them on our on earth, even less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven. His voice shook the earth at that time, but now he said he has promised, and once more I will sh- I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This expression yet once more indicates the removal of what was shaken, that is, created, so that what is not shaken might remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful by it. We may serve God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. You're probably thinking, dear Lord Hannah, you're like reading so much. But I want y'all to like really like soak that up. I know I read that quickly. Please go back and read it yourself ask God to like open your heart open your mind to what he wants to he wants to teach you I read I, for this specific um reading I was reading the Christian standard bible edition on the bible app and I wanted to just go back to one verse that was really really profound 
Uh, verse 27, um, it says that this expression, yet once more, indicates the removal of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what is not shaken might remain. And it was just, like, it hit me, because I'm like, wow, like, with God, like, we can have such a firm foundation that, like, when things happen, that, like, we won't be shaken. But, like, without Him, everything's going to shake us. And I just was like, wow, like, it just hit, it hit me different. I've heard, and I don't know about you guys, but, like, sometimes I'll read a passage of scripture and it won't, and it really won't resonate with me in the moment but then I'll read it like months later or days later or a year later and it might just like jump off the page and I really do th- love how like God is so intentional in that and so personalized in that way and so hopefully y'all <laughs> this podcast like encouraged you I hope it did I mean if anything I don't know what else can encourage you besides the word of the Lord but I just encourage you for listening and you're struggling with being set apart just self-evaluate ask yourself the hard questions ask God to reveal to you what you need to do to move forward and I pray that you would just ask God to shut the doors that need to be shut in your life and open the ones that need to be open and so often that we like the feeling sometimes of an, um, enabling our own behavior because it's comfortable and so I just want to encourage somebody that's listening don't stay stuck if you don't like where you're at or like don't like where you're headed you can do something about it with the Lord's help but the thing is, is that you have to be a willing vessel. And I think so many times, so often as Christians, we make excuses and we try to play play God a lot. And we like to make something more spiritual than it needs to be. Like, so, And I know you're probably thinking, Hannah, like, what do you mean? Like sometimes, like, you know, so often like we make decisions and we're like, oh, like we need to pray about it. But sometimes we know, like because of the discernment and the Holy Spirit that is within us, that like we know what we need to do, but we choose to make an excuse like that to delay us from doing what God's called us to do. And that sometimes we don't even like, you know, pray about, you know, other decisions or things that we choose to partake in that we should be praying about. And so I think sometimes we need to like, re- like reevaluate our you know, posture in our heart and to make sure that like, we're not just trying to, to appear as holy, but actually live a holy life in a Christ-like life. Um, but I love you guys and I hope that this episode and podcast encouraged you and that, that you know, shout out to to my homegirl that get, suggested this topic and I hope this answered your question and gave you some insight. And if not, I would love to give more scripture later on the road. But feel free, y'all, to just continue just to give me ideas, give me things that you want to hear about because I'm just trying to be a willing vessel and I just want God to just continue to move in and in in and through this podcast and he already has and i'm just y'all it seriously mind blows me that we are getting close to 2000 like lessons like total for my whole podcast and like i know someone might be like only 2000 y'all that's a big deal i've been having this podcast for like three years and like we're kind of getting now more of like consistent flow and like we have so many different countries i've represented that are listening which like first of all thank you so much for like taking the time to listen to me listen to my heart it like genuinely do not take it for granted i actually wanted to share a little bit about the different countries that are like represented that are for this podcast the list is a little long which praise god i want to read that off real quick like we have people from the united states germany indonesia united kingdom ireland the dominican republic netherlands canada russia <laughs> india costa rica Myanmar, <laughs> philippines and el salvador y'all when i tell you like it it's hard to wrap my brain around that, but I'm just, it just goes to show you, like, when you take off your hands off of something and allow the Lord to be in the place that he is, he's supposed to be in your life, he really will just continue just to just mind blow you and to just rip the lid off of, of the box that you put him in 
and just show you that like how much he loves you how much he cares about you and how powerful your testimony is how powerful your story is and your gifts and talents that he's given you and to go out and make disciples of all nations and so i just want to i just want to say i love you first and foremost god loves you more loves you the most and if you don't know him i would love to I'd love to introduce you to him and please feel free to reach out on social media you can find me at hannah sullins underscore or hannah underscore sullins 26 on instagram and please let me know like that you came from the podcast that like what brought you over i would love to hear your story get to know you pray with you if you need prayer and i'm just excited y'all this year has been crazy but it's been beautiful and i'm expecting and i'm i got my second wind y'all for this next half of the year and it's we're gonna 2023 is gonna be an incredible year i truly believe that for all of us but i do want to finish this podcast off with prayer dear lord i thank you so much for what you're doing in and through our lives even when we can't see it i pray that you would just help us be set apart i hope that you would help us lord align our hearts with your hearts and your will with our will god and i pray that you would just give us dreams and visions of the future to give us like that desire to be obedient and to alignment lord help us get more disciplined and to not be afraid of correction but to to really realize that it just shows how much you love us and i pray that you just meet every single need behind closed doors that are not spoken and unspoken lord pray you have safety traveling mercies help us just see you in everything and like yes like i keep saying every single time please shut the doors that need to be shut in our lives and open the ones that need to be open and I thank you for what you're, what you're doing. I thank you so much for this podcast and this platform. Thank you for every listener, Lord. And I hope they know that they're so loved and that they feel so encouraged. And I pray all these things in your name. Amen. Y'all, I love y'all so, so much. And y'all stay tuned for new content dropping very, very soon. Bye, y'all.